Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Beyond Bound podcast. This week, I am joined by another alumni, Michael Caprera, who's here to talk about um, you know his history in Unbound, but also he has um, a lot to say about the importance of taking risks and of um, learning as much as you can, um, especially at this stage in life. And I think he's got some really great things to say about it. So we'll dive into that in the show uh, this week. And uh, before we do, just want to remind you guys that if you know someone who's a good fit for our program, a good fit for our community, you can go to beunbound.us slash refer and see the free perks that come. You could generate a unique referral link. You send that to your friend. If they enroll, you get uh, free registration to an event of your choice. And you also get free access to our Navigate course, which is upwards of an $850 value that you get for free. And then also the student that you refer gets a $250 discount. So pretty cool. So if you know somebody, go to beunbound.us slash refer. Also, for those of you who have been asking about it, who have been curious, we are about to do a second run of the Navigate course. Uh, enrollment will be opening for that soon. And so I'll be sure to let you guys know when that's open. Uh, we're super excited about it. The pilot class that we ran in the fall loved the Navigate course. And uh, we've gotten a lot of really positive reviews. So um, be on the lookout for that. And we'll be sure to let you guys know. So yeah, just to get started for the maybe four students that haven't met you at an event yet, because these days it seems like you're at almost all of them. Um, I guess, how did you find Unbound and when did you start getting involved in the community? Yeah, so I started College Plus, a real oldie, back in 2014, so August of 2014. Um, but I heard about it. I, I knew of College Plus. I knew some people that had did it in high school and those people that graduated in two years, I'm like, ah. Um, but I took a, a gap year between high school and college. And part of that gap year, I did an internship um, in Taiwan doing music composition and acting on a uh, English teaching TV program. It was pretty awesome. And so I actually did my enrollment call for College Plus while in Taiwan using a Google voice number, um, which was pretty cool. Um, par partially <laughs> yeah. because I, I had no money for regular college. So like college plus just kind of became the de facto, but it was also, um, something that I was kind of excited about. And, uh, I did a, a year of college plus, um, through, uh, so that would have been August, 2014 through 2015 and was really struggling, honestly, because I didn't, it was this really bizarre, um, college program and everyone else was doing the cool things. I wanted to go to music school and here I am doing this weird college program. And uh, out of the blue, uh, Amy Comer, which was uh, another OG College Plus student, yeah. called me up and she was on the, the student cabinet for CPE3 Apex um, in 2015, called me up, Michael, Michael, you need to come to Apex. You need to come to Apex. What is Apex? It's this amazing thing. You need to come. And so uh, by sheer enthusiasm alone, uh, I went to Apex and I signed up and was thinking, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'd seen the forms. I'd seen the whole like uh, fishes occupy, which is like way OG. And I'm just weirded out by everything. And so I, I go to Apex and beat all these amazing people, including you uh, at, at that yeah. Apex back in Texas and, uh, and, and just fell in love. So the... The community just really changed everything for my College Plus experience slash Lumerit slash Unbound experience. And um, 
from there, I was part of the pilot program for Ant, the Ant Hill Initiative um, that uh, Elizabeth Schwindel at that time started um, among other people. And then uh, Josh, she and I um, started, met at CPE, that apex. And mm -hmm. um, we started the, the New England Engage Group, which was the first non-Texan mm -hmm. Engage Group. Um, and See, that's the thing, because the balance of power is very much in Virginia now. But back in the day, Texas was the place like yeah. a ton of students were in Texas. Headquarters was in Texas. So um, and it's funny you mentioned Amy, too, because it's like I, I can 100 percent imagine that I was on the same cabinet with her in 2016. It's like when Amy calls you and tells you to show up, you show up like exactly. There's, not, there's no saying no to that. So that's hilarious. Yes. So Amy was like the neutralizer of my opinions of College Plus and everyone being involved with it being really weird. But like <laughs> <laughs> she was the normalizer. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's how I got involved in the community and I've been pretty active since um, going to all the Apex except 2017 because I needed to go shoot the solar eclipse in the Grand Tetons. Um, I remember during the that. same time. So I was so disappointed. The photos were great. The yeah. photos were great. I mean, we missed you, but the photos were great. So. Yeah, yeah. Priorities, priorities. That's right, man. Yeah. Very cool. So you got involved fairly early. Some people wait a few years, but it seems like you got involved about a year in when uh, when Amy called you, and then you got plugged in pretty deep. Um, yeah. That's awesome. And then, so you mentioned Josh She as well, who – lives in Colorado right now and you just recently moved there as well. I did. Um, and so I'm curious to hear more about that. A, how's it going? I mean, I, I was in Colorado Springs for a spark just a few months ago and it's a beautiful area, but I'm just kind of curious to hear how the, how things have been for you. Uh, I, it's been a challenge, but ultimately I'm so glad that I moved. Um, so backstory, um, I finished my degree in for Unbound and Thomas Edison and information technology in June of 2019. And I had just started at uh, as a help desk representative at a uh, IT support company um, back in Massachusetts, where I lived and where I grew up in and uh, was was going decently well, was crazy busy. And uh, I went to. Um, oh, speaking of more astronomy, I went to go see the Mercury Transit in Florida on a whim. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about this on a whim a little bit more later, but on a whim and uh, because it was going to be cloudy in, in Massachusetts and got some amazing pictures of the Mercury Transit, came home, worked three days and got laid off unexpectedly for my job. Wow. And uh, I uh, so did this this amazing trip really on a whim. I uh, came home, got told I was going to be the worship director for my church. Um, the worship director was resigning and that I got laid off from my job all within three days. And it was uh, it was quite interesting. Um, the normal response to being laid off is being sad and depressed. But I had been so stressed out by this job and uh, a somewhat toxic environment 
um, the environment I needed to be in to grow at that time, but I was not looking forward to a long-term outlook of it, that I got laid off and went home, driving home, singing and dancing. I'm like, yes! (laughs) (laughs) Not a normal response, but that was was the situation I was in. I think anyone who's had a terrible job can relate to that. Yeah, it's just like, you just gave me unemployment. I didn't have to quit. Yeah. A hundred percent. So um, I had never taken a break during my college time. I had always been working. Um, and for the last two and a half years, I was taking classes back to back to back to back while working. Um, and so I just needed a break. So I just took a couple months and did nothing. It was like the only college break I'd ever had. And um, brings us up to... Uh, to June, January of this year, or 2020, uh, started doing some independent contracting work and driving for Lyft and just kind of figuring out life. And uh, that was going decently well. I was looking to start kind of a business doing independent IT contracting work. And uh, coronavirus happened. Uh, and so I just finished a contracting gig that I was doing. And flights were incredibly cheap and I just needed a break again because I was working three jobs, um, music director, IT and Lyft, and I burnt out, uh, flamed out and just needed a break. And so I saw that flights were really cheap and he was like, you know what, uh, let's go somewhere. Uh, so I called up a bunch of people. I texted a bunch of people. I texted the the Virginia Unbound group, which was unresponsive. Um, and I texted what? like the, um, the Colorado Unbound people that I knew and they were like right on the ball. So they won that lead. Um, and so I flew out to Colorado, booked my flight um, and got on the plane 24 hours later and booked a rental car. And while I was on the plane, uh, Massachusetts announced they were shutting down. So like the world is imploding and I kind of had the anticipation that something might happen. Um, and so I brought a little extra clothes and I had no, no real job commitments to worry about. So, um, yeah, I got here and had to deal with the reality that the world was changing and, um, but also really loved it here. So, uh, it ended up staying with uh, the Vaughns. Ashley Vaughn is another Unbound alum. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was just really awesome. And then came down, saw Josh and Jordan She and saw the, the McDonald's, Eddie and Brittany McDonald, and just connected with all these un- Unbound people. And basically, three days into my what was going to be a five-day trip, I was like, you know what? With a little bit of barely nudging from Josh, Eddie, and Brittany, I canceled my return flight and stayed for three and a half weeks. Um, and the return flight after rebooking it was like $29.40, including taxes, fees, and bags for a direct wow. flight from Denver to um, to Boston. That's less than checking a bag, dude. That's why. Yeah. And um, so I ended up couch surfing, um, sometimes not knowing where I was going to be staying the next day um, with various unbound people. Um, for three and a half weeks, and that 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 was that was quite the risk. Um, and to to ask um, and not be dependent, um, but also realize that every interaction is a negotiation. Um, and so people people needed breaks, and 
ultimately I was responsible for my my own well-being, but that didn't diminish the fact that I could ask um, to be able to stay at people's houses and people were willing to, to host. So um, yeah, I, I decided that I was going to move here. I saw more opportunity. I didn't have ties to New England. I had lived there my whole life and realized that I just didn't see a road map in New England. Um, I was starting to make one and it just wasn't where I was wanting to go. And I saw the opportunities for better growth and better community and better relationships here. And so I took the risk, I took the plunge, decided I was gonna move here. I flew back home and sat around for months uh, because I was prepping to get here um, and moved out in August. So that that's the really long story, but um, yeah. it, it <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride and I'm so glad that I did it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like when you describe that, like I consider myself a risk taker. But when you say like, oh, yeah, I was just like couch surfing for like however many weeks. I'm like, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't and do so that. I guess that's the thing. I, like that is I, so not my personality profile at all. I was terrified, right. like terrified. Am I going to be sleeping in my car tonight? Like, <laughs> Right. Right. Which honestly is not the worst thing that could happen. No. But like, I guess what what like prepared you mentally to take on that risk? Because like I would think if I if I landed myself in that same situation, I'd be like, well, that's cool, everybody. But I'm going to catch my flight home like that would be my reaction. So I guess what what like changed for you? There's a lot of things. So you don't couch surf for three and a half weeks without having like a life story behind it because the thing with risk right. is being able to push yourselves to the boundaries of where you are at that moment, come back and recover, and then you can be able to push yourselves to a new boundary that's a little bit farther than where you were. And so, for mm -hmm. instance, I knew um, my that uh, I, I didn't know that I could do it, but I would make it work. Um, like I said, in high school, at the end of high school, I was living in Taiwan for three months and I didn't know a lick of uh, Mandarin. I like got on the wrong buses because I didn't know what the symbols were and I survived. And so I knew that um, I had that in the back of my head. Worst case scenario, when you speak the same language, it makes life significantly easier um, than, yeah. than that. And I, I survived there. Um, and then I also, I lived in Boston for, um, for a summer doing a program there. It was the most intense summer of my life. Uh, I was burnt out so many times and I saw God work in so many ways. There was one scenario because I was, I was working, um, I was leading a team, uh, I was doing one-on-ones with people. Every single night was, was activities um, and I was doing two classes. Um, and so mm -hmm. there was uh, um, one night that I came back, uh, I was so burnt out. I had a little barf bucket in my car just in case and got back and was trying to do a one-on-one -on -one with a, a teammate um, or one of my team members that had kind of recently become a Christian and I was kind of mentoring and discipling him. And I was flat out on the couch, just, I could barely talk. I was so burnt out. And we had the most amazing conversation in that complete and utter brokenness. Um, 
and was able to answer a bunch of his questions and encourage him, um, despite the fact that I was completely obliterated. Um, and it's those places where you see God work. Um, when my natural tendency is to, to have pride and, oh, look at me, I do all these amazing mm-hmm. things. I can outsmart people or minute, like go around all these different things because I'm unbound. But then when I take away all of those things and all I have left is is God supporting me, um, it's an amazing place to be. So those are the steps that got me closer and close to be able to take this amazing risk to come out to Colorado. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fascinating because like I've seen the same thing. It's like when my gas tank is empty, that's when I really see God. That's when I really have to be Mm -hmm. dependent on him. And sometimes my gas tank is empty just because of my own lack of judgment. Yeah. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just what happens in life. And sometimes life life will uh, rake you over the coals at times. And so I think that like that kind of that mindset of like essentially I've had worse, right? Yeah. And so you don't really view the current situation as uh, particularly risky or or desperate. You're like, ah, this is actually not so bad, right? It's not the best, but it's not bad. Yeah. Um, and I think having those experiences really gives you that kind of perspective. Um, it also awesome. gives you the perspective that no matter how difficult the time, you'll eventually get to the other side. So it's it's Absolutely. season. It's a season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. And so I guess and what are you doing now um, for work? So one thing with risk is sometimes – uh, the risk reward ratio, sometimes you get the reward and sometimes it falls through. And um, <laughs> I came out uh, with no job and barely got housing and uh, basically was going to almost do another couch surf, um, except moving. <laughs> and so uh, I was able to get some housing and um, but all the job prospects that I had fell through. I mean, we're talking third round interviews, 31 back and forth emails. You're the best candidate we've ever had. Like we totally see you're going to be a CEO someday, like comments and interviews and then turn me down. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so that's that's incredibly frustrating and demoralizing. But um, realizing that God has a bigger plan, um, I'm just going to keep doing each day as it comes. It's hard, but I'll get out on the other side. And so... (laughs) Uh, four months go by and uh, still no job. And just at the beginning of this year, I, I started a new company called Lead Simple. Um, and I'm doing uh, customer support there. And it's been such a great fit. Um, like all these dream jobs that I was really looking forward to falling through and being upset about it. And then God placed me in the job that I needed um, and the job that was going to be the better fit. So it's been a huge blessing and actually got connected through a fellow unbound person over Thanksgiving. So yeah, you just, that's part of taking risks because you never know what's going to happen. So you have to budget in for the surprise. My analytical brain is just like, here's the information that I have. How do I like work with information if I have, but, but sometimes you just don't know what's going to happen. And so you kind of have to budget in the, the wild card. Um, because it can happen, yeah. but you can't rely on it to happen, but it can happen. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's such an important point because that's something that it took me a little while to learn, which is basically that managing risk is not about avoiding risk. It's about creating room to fail. So that, that could be as simple as like having an emergency savings account. Yeah. So if like you're like, if my whole life blows up, I can survive for at least six months. Right. You've got that, you know, always there. Um, which, of course, that's kind of part of the Dave Ramsey school of thought, but it's sound reasoning. Yeah. And it's like, and, I mean, at the end of the day, there's certain risks that you can't avoid. You could, there's always a possibility that you get fired or that your car is totaled or that, like, we take risks every day that we just don't, that we take for granted yeah. because, we, you know, they're so common to us. But, you know, I mean, and not to just like, I'm not fear mongering, but catastrophic things could happen anytime. Yeah. And so, exactly. When you realize that, you realize that other risks that you're worried about taking are not such a big deal because you're like, well, technically every day I'm taking a risk bigger than this because I'm driving a car and that's pretty dangerous statistically. So, um, yeah, I think that's super fascinating. And um, and so I think it's also great that you got connected to your current job through the community. That's not the first time that's happened. So this is kind of a job network, guys. Sometimes it happens. But yeah, networking, um, lots of networking, do lots of networking. It, it's definitely helpful. Why, is, why reinvent the yeah. wheel when you already have the wheel there? Yeah, exactly. And they're currently hiring, yes. too, right? So that's so, like some of our students may be yes. interested. So yeah. I, I know that uh, some of our students have heard of Profit Coach because that's been promoted. Um, this is uh, one of the co-founders of Profit Coach. Um, and so uh, our company, Lead Simple, is actually looking for new customer support reps. Um, and so if you're interested, go ahead and um, message me. You can message me on Facebook or message Ben. Um, I can get you in contact with that because um, it's a great company, great Un, there's other unbound students who are working there and uh, would honestly be a great fit for a lot of unbound students. So let us know if you're interested. A hundred percent. The other thing that you were talking to me about, uh, well, and actually you've been posting on social media about this for a few months, but that when you came out to Colorado, you set some goals for yourself. So I think I'm just curious. I think our listeners would be interested to hear like, what were those goals and like, how are they going? Yeah. So the, the biggest thing that I saw coming out to Colorado was the opportunity for growth. Um, something that hit me like a, a steamroll, like was just how much I was starving for, for good community and um, uh, a growth path to be able to be myself um, instead of living in the shadows of other people. And it's this weird balance of you are part of family, but you need to be able to have your own identity. And so I saw Colorado as a place where I could flesh those things out. And I set, um, I set three pillars of that I was going to focus on while I was here, whether it was for a couple years or for a long term. And those pillars were I wanted to work on uh, physical, physical development. <laughs> I gained so much weight over COVID. And in my last job, I gained like 40 pounds. I think we all <laughs> did. Yeah, I'm up too. <laughs> I, I gained like 40 pounds in 18 months. I'm like, how is this even possible? And so um, yeah. Colorado, I love hiking. I love biking. And um, the fact that there's less oxygen here just reminds you of how fat you are and how you need to be in shape. <laughs> So like the, the, the social peer pressure is great. Uh, or that like 70 year old yeah. grandma going through the grocery store, who's just like a lifelong runner. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So physical. Um, and since moving here, I've lost like 17 pounds and have definitely, yeah, right it's been pretty awesome. So that's one, two was spiritual development. 
um, I had been in a church. Again, I was the music director um, at that church for half of my life. Uh, I was at the church, but not the music director. But I just wasn't growing. And to the point that I was seeking growth outside of the church in, uh, in other church, young adults, young adult small groups. And, and I saw <laughs> the Christian Mecca of all places, Colorado Springs, as a place to, um, to actually get some growth there, um, even though it might be a bubble sometimes you have to go and, and grow to be able to go out into the world. Uh, and then the other one was mm -hmm. relational and um, community. So I saw that there was just more opportunity for community here. Uh, I like to put it that people in New England are just as lonely as people in Colorado Springs, but people in New England are so stuck in their ways because their family got off the Mayflower and have lived there ever since. Um, no joke, I know people that are descendants directly to the Mayflower. And so there's no place for letting people in because there's just this hard shell around people um, compared to Colorado Springs where no one's from here um, percentage wise. Uh, so you can you connect with people because everybody's lonely and they're willing to admit it. So uh, to the point of walking into so uh, Bible studies where uh, I didn't know anybody, walking to churches where I didn't know anybody. I even met someone on the side of the road and we became great friends um, shooting photography together. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I proceed at your own, it's your own discretion on, on things of that nature. Right. But of course, stranger danger yeah. and all that. But, uh, <laughs> so th those are the, that's those awesome. are the three things that I'm focusing on here. And that's how I've uh, structured how I, interact with people, seek out um, places to grow, how I've picked a church and such. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And I think it's very appropriate right now, especially while everybody's still working on their goals. It's still January. So some people are still sticking with it. Some people have already given up, but you've already been at it for like six months or something like that. And that's great. Yeah. But well, uh, before we close it out, any additional words of wisdom for us and our listeners? here? Yeah. So I've talked about taking risks and um, sometimes when you take a risk, you fail. Um, and so you got to figure out ways to be able to fail well. Um, I, I came out, I did have an emergency fund. I did have savings. So I knew that I had several months to be able to do something like this. Um, but being able to put yourself in, in places where you can risk and fail um, and then realizing that Apex Spark was all about community, and we have the community um, initiative happening right now. Um, go meet your neighbors. Uh, it's important. Um, but yeah, taking the risk to be known and to know others is just as terrifying as for some people as jumping out of a plane is for others. Um, and the reality is, is that you can't get the fullness of what God has given us in life, the, the reward of authenticity of uh, deep relationships if you don't take the risk to be able to be known. Um, again, like you can still get burned, um, proceed at your own um, discretion, but sometimes life, you just gotta take the risk to be able to, to push into what's hard to get the reward. You're, Elon Musk is the way he is um, as the richest man in the world with Tesla and SpaceX because he took bold and audacious risks. Um, Unbound, we're, we're constantly striving to um, do extraordinary at the ordinary. 
And um, you don't do extraordinary by following the ordinary path. Um, and so, uh, yeah, sometimes it looks crazy to other people, but if you're focusing on those goals, you can line your risks and instead of just managing them, um, work towards something more important. Um, and that all boils down to what does it look like to risk believing what God says, who we are, that we are loved, we are known, and um, we are worthy um, of him. And what <laughs> if we were to actually risk accepting and believing that on a day-to-day basis, the like, oh, man, the, the rewards are, are fantastic. Um, but we constantly go back and forth and doubt and, and have fears and uncertainties and that's just part of reality. So risk well, um, risk rationally, <laughs> and yes. um, be bold and know that it's worth it. Like the reward is worth the risk, even though the risk is absolutely terrifying to people sometimes, including myself. Awesome, man. That's a great place to close it. And for those of you guys who, that don't know, Michael is actually our podcast producer. So he's going to take this recording and edit it and prepare it for you to listen to it. So um, very thankful for your service uh, to our podcast, Michael, and of course, for your involvement in our community, the ways you've contributed over the years, and really glad to have you on this podcast. Once again, guys, you can go to bnbound.us slash refer. Uh, to generate your unique referral link and we'll let you guys know about Navigate and we will see you guys next week.